Hey, family, friends, loved ones, and new friends, welcome to the LLC. Make yourselves comfortable, relax your mind, leave that baggage at the door. Listen, those closest to me call me AR, and some call me Rush. Either one you choose is perfectly fine by me. Let me give you the who, the what, and the why behind the LLC. The who, the what, and the why is pretty simple. We talk spirituality, we talk business, we talk mental health. Most of all, let's talk about what happens every day in what I call hashtag in my zip code. In many zip codes, LLC represents a limited liability company. But where I come from, it most often represents laundromat, liquor store, church. My hope and prayers that this podcast will be one of transparency, healing, and transformation. It is my desire to bring industry professionals and much more to your zip code so that you too can embark on a journey that revolutionizes the way that you think, feel, act, which will bring about new results in your life. So let's journey together. Life is better when it's shared. I hope you agree. Let's build some interdependency through trust and integrity. Pick your place, y'all. We can connect at the laundromat, the liquor store, or the church. So let's get it. Hello. Welcome, welcome. How are you? I'm doing good. How are you? I'm doing great. Doing great. Uh, super excited. Slightly uh, on edge just because this is episode number two. I'm super yes. new at this. I know you are a pro, um, but I'm excited to try out this new technology and all of that. So uh, I want to welcome yeah. all of our listeners and uh, kind of introduce you to, once again, the show, LLC, Laundromat Liquor Store Church. Basically, the laundromat is a place where you can go and cleanse and you can, you know, rinse and shake stuff off. The liquor stores where you can talk business and just kind of get down to the nitty gritty. And the church, of course, is where we speak on things spiritually. Uh, and this podcast encompasses all of the above, right? So I'm um, AR. Guest uh, today is a sister from another Mr. and Mom, right? Uh, but she definitely <laughs> is uh, a sister. We've known each other uh, for countless years. I'm talking about childhood, you guys. I, I looked on Facebook. We got over 100 mutual friends mm. on Facebook. I know for a fact it's more than that. Uh, I think because <laughs> we're a little selective that <laughs> not everybody gets through <laughs> through that little <laughs> barrier. Uh, so I know it's more than 100 mutual friends, right? But uh, I want to introduce to you guys someone who I know as just a phenomenal daughter, uh, an amazing sister, a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful mom. Uh, and she is also, on top of all of this stuff, she is an entrepreneur. And you guys know that I hold entrepreneurs near and dear to my heart. I have love and respect for everyone, of course. But those who put it on the line and believe and, and you know, take that step, I just have a special place in my heart and spirit. So I want to introduce you to you guys today. Uh, my good friend, my sister, uh, my my sparring partner, we battle via text oh, and yeah. Facebook. She tries to keep me in check. She don't try to see that. I do. Um, I do. Uh, her name, you guys, uh, is Miss Dewana Golden. So if you guys listening, you know, wherever you are, your cars, wherever you're listening to this thing, man, just get ready. Uh, and I prepped her already. Don't really want to do any editing, really. I just want her to speak from her heart. She has an amazing mission that we want to cover, 
And however transparent you choose to be, uh, okay. sis, please do so. And, you know, I know that this is going to help people. So uh, share your heart. Dewana, right, go ahead. Definitely. Thank you, bro. So um, before I get into things, bro, you know, if you have any questions to kind of guide the conversation, please do. You know my story. Okay. So um, go ahead and do that. But um, like Arian said, I am a CEO of a resume company. But what I really want to talk about today is my work that I do with moms. And I am a single mom. I'm a special needs mom. And so I've gone through a lot, been through a lot, a lot, even as a woman, been through a lot. And so I have a passion for helping moms to redefine their lives, to gain not only time and financial freedom, but also life freedom, to remember that they are women first and to put that at the forefront of their lives. So I'm a mom freedom coach as well. And that's what I'm truly passionate about and very intentional about um, in sharing my story. So a lot of people who may be connected to me on social media, they think, whoa, you know, she tells a lot about her story. She's very transparent. Um, maybe it's a little TMI for some people, but I think that truly I've been placed on the earth to um, tell the story in order to help others. I think only by sharing certain things um, with people can they improve their lives, can they find connection and find the strength to um, be bold and courageous in life. So mm -hmm. um, I want to start because the reason why I am the way that I am is because I've grown up in a family where my grandfather was a pastor, uncles, cousins, pastors. And so um, you know what all that comes with, right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, and okay. you tend to you tend to have conversations based on biblical principles and not necessarily always real life conversations. I know nowadays in church, it's a little different, but when I was growing up, um, it wasn't these real life conversations in the household. Um, it was, you know, prayers, read the Bible. Um, and, and that was supposed to be the foundation and the thing that carries you through and that should be enough and sufficient. Mm -hmm. And so when I was growing up, I, I was really quiet about what I was going through or the struggles that I had going on because I didn't think anybody in my family could relate. Um, I thought I was probably a little different than everyone else because I didn't want to be a pastor. I didn't want to be a first lady of a church. And the way I live my life, I've always been a, li a little different, right? I really wanted to um, be happy in life. I wanted to explore things. And so growing up in that um, I was sheltered and it caused me to go through periods of a lot of depression, a lot of quiet exploration that no one knew about, right? That would get me in trouble. Um, and then I would have no one to turn to or talk to. So I would retreat. Um, I don't, bro, I don't even think you know this, but in high school, I used to like literally just stay in my room and retreat. Outside of high school, I would come home and just go straight to my room and retreat because I didn't feel like anybody could relate in my household. I didn't have anybody to talk to. My mom was a single mom working very hard. Um, and that's where her energy was spent. My dad wasn't in the household at all. Um, and I didn't really have a relationship with him. And so it was just me and my brother. My brother was much younger than me. So uh, that's where I was. And 
Um, so living like that and then now being an adult, I was like, I, I want my kids to experience something different. I want to experience life a little bit differently. And um, I've been on a journey, mm-hmm. right? Uh, a real journey of finding myself. There's been some hiccups along the way, which we will talk about. <laughs> but this is why I'm transparent, because I think people need to hear. People need to talk about the tough subjects. And yeah. so, um, yeah, so that's why I do the work that I do. Okay. So, Yeah. So, brother, ask me some questions. I got so you. So you you know what you want to know. <laughs> I got you. Um, yeah. Well, for sure, I didn't know that you were tucked away um, mm-hmm. in your room. You know, you talk about high school, but we go back to elementary school. So yes. When you talk about quiet exploration, quiet about struggles, uh, a couple of our mutual friends, uh, and I won't you know share their names on right. the show, right? But a couple of our mutual friends when they listened to the first episode of me sharing my story, they were like, man, we were doing the exact same thing, but we never knew mm-hmm. it. We never knew that the other person was sort of going through, struggling, battling. Uh, and I really think that we as grownups now as parents um, can change that, right? So when you talk about the family and what it looked like to grow up in the spiritual family, you know, I, everyone knows the PKs and they say preachers, kids or, or yes. men, right. You know, to me, PK is also like police kids, law enforcement. Like we all, we mm-hmm. all get this crazy rap because there's so much pressure uh, and expectation. And, you know, I like to separate religious things from like spiritual things. Mm-hmm. And I know that's not popular <laughs> in the church. We think that we can pray everything away. Mm-hmm. Um, was it your experience as well? You know, growing up that, you, you know, uh, therapy was not like mental health was not the, the most talked about or welcome yeah. subject. Was it the same for you? It, it was not talked about at all. I mean, I didn't even know anything about depression or anxiety, you know, any mm-hmm. of those terms, let alone therapy. Um, it was prayer. Go to church. Mm-hmm. Why aren't you in church? <laughs> Go more. You know, so right. that was um, what I was raised in. So, yeah, I definitely can relate to that. Yeah, so, again, it's it's the same. Uh, and I, I guess what we're saying, you know, is what this show is about. Like, it, the, our, our communities, our zip code, as I say it, like in my zip code, it, it relatively is going to be the same anywhere you go. Uh, which, again, why we started this podcast, hopefully, grow yes. some people. Um, so, when you talk about quiet exploration, what really does that mean? Like, what are you searching for? Because other people may still be on the same search right now. Yeah. Um, I think for me, and I had to, you know, only as an adult did I look back and reflect on my life. And I think a lot of it started with um, trying to find some type of int- intimacy and love and connection with people. And so um, with my dad not really being present in my life at that period of time, my mom being a single mom and working so much, um, I gravitated towards whether it was female friendships and really, you know, my best friends were my best friends and that was my life or males, right? Um, Trying to find a boyfriend or a comfort in a relationship um, and making that be my world. Um, And that got me in a lot of trouble, you know, (laughs) during a lot of times because um, I will put so much emphasis on that. I would do things that maybe I didn't want to do 
And um, I've shared this before. Um, it led me to uh, also I've experienced rape in high school. So um, that changed my world a lot. Um, but it was because I was so open, right? And needing to find connection that I trusted so much and that got me in trouble. Yeah. Um, I really appreciate you sharing that. Mm -hmm. I, I know what you mean uh, when you say got me in trouble, just for anyone that might be listening. You know, when she says trouble, she did nothing wrong to end up in certain situations. Uh, and anyone that has been a victim of some sort of violence right. or, or anything, please know that we, you know, feel for you. We have empathy and sympathy and um, no one should ever be violated in, in any form. Um, but you mentioned the word and, and it kind of keeps coming up with mom and dad. And I think it's important when you mm -hmm. mention the word intimacy, let's just define that real quick, because I think the world defines intimacy as sex mm -hmm. um and it's so much more than that it's right? more this here is a intimate conversation but it has nothing to do with anything of a sexual nature exactly yeah but but would you say that anytime the word intimate or intimacy is brought up most people equate would you say most people equate it to sex Oh, definitely. I mean, even when you're talking in romantic relationships and people talk about intimacy, um, they equate it with that. But what I mean is um, I'm an empath. So I love one-on-one mm -hmm. -on -one conversations. I love deep conversations. I don't mm -hmm. like surface conversations. And so in my household, I never have the opportunity to have deep conversations mm -hmm. to share my heart for anyone to share their heart and have that exchange. And as a, a person who is an empath, I needed that, mm -hmm. right? I longed for that. So that's the type of intimacy that I mean in terms of connection, um, deep conversations, um, to have that go-to person, mm -hmm. uh, to really talk about things that, you know, are just life things. Um, everything was surface for me um, during that time period. And I longed for that intimacy in conversation and connection. Right. You, you mentioned, you know, and obviously I know this, right, but your dad was not mm -hmm. living with you guys. And, right. you know, your mom was a single mom doing the best and everything that she could. Um, how do you think that affected you? How do you think it affected your intimacy, both with your mom, because she might have been working, and then with your dad, because maybe there wasn't a close enough relationship for you to be intimate with him? Um, how do you think that affected you? you know, in your, your adult life. Right. Um, in terms of me and my mom are super close. Um, but I do think that because she had, she had no choice, but to work. Right. So she couldn't right. always come to, um, the activities that I was involved in, or when I was a cheerleader, she couldn't come and see all of those things. And that made me feel a bit of emptiness, um, to mm -hmm. see uh, my friends, our fellow classmates have their parents in the stand. Um, mm -hmm. You know, a lot of times I had to kind of like hitch a ride with other people mm -hmm. and things like that. And it did build up some resentment for me. I didn't realize it at the time, but later on, mm -hmm. as I became a, you know, college student adult, that's when it actually hit me that this had an impact on me 
uh, because I was kind of, I felt like I was alone or fending yeah. for myself when we know the truth, single moms, they're providing, they're doing a lot of things, but when you're in that teenage state of mind, you don't understand that, right? So that right. impacted me and I felt some resentment and it did build some type of disconnect sometimes um, in terms of our communication and relation with one another. And then with my dad um, not being around, I always question why, why, why am I not the one, you know, because I had other siblings that he was, they were actually living in the home with him. Hmm. And I was the only one who didn't have that relationship. So I would always say, why, what's wrong with me? You know, so I'm always, was always trying to blame myself or uncover the why in terms of why my dad was so distant from me. Um, now we have a really good relationship, you know, and we've built on that. But at that time, I was always questioning my place, right? My place in the world, my place with my family. Wow. So I love what you said. I didn't realize it at the time because it makes me believe that, you know, all the work you've done, the self-awareness, you realize things now, which is mm -hmm. amazing. So, um, the relationship that you have with your dad now and with your mom, how yeah. has that helped shape the mother that you are today? Well, I know with me, I am very intentional about being present for my kids. Okay. We have conversations, deep conversations, conversations they don't want to have with mom, you know, but we have those talks. Um, I'm, I allow them also to tell me what they like, their likes, their dislikes, and become full human beings, right? Instead of, um, like I said, I was raised in this super religious home, mm -hmm. so I wasn't able to just be me. So I give my kids a lot of freedom to be themselves, and I try to understand them. Um, you know, I'm home. I work from home. I homeschool. Uh, those are some things I put in place just to make sure that I am present in their lives and they feel like they're loved and they're cared for it, and that I'm present, you know? Wow. So um, it's totally shaped the way I mother my kids. It does. Okay. okay. So for everything that you just stated, mm -hmm. you're an entrepreneur, you homeschool, um, you're a human being all by yourself. Yes. Right? How do you do all this? Because there are, there, there are countless mothers fathers even people who would want to know mm -hmm. all right man give me some tips because I, I i need a resource or something to be able to like how do you do this how do you pull it off i mean it has been a trial and error quite honestly um when i first um even started everything i think i was giving 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 right the the nature of an empath and until um we as a family went through something really traumatic about four years ago. Um, and I had to really think about myself, right? And what did I need to replenish and restore me? But um, my, my tip would be to carve out time for yourself um, in any way that you can. Um, people often talk about self-care. Um, but for me, like my self-care looks like me binge watching my shows or sipping on my cup of coffee very slowly and enjoying it or taking a super long bath or setting boundaries with my kids. So they know, okay, 
during this time and this time, mommy needs time, you know? So get your questions out now, give me my time, and then we'll reconvene later. Um, and being very committed to my own boundaries. Uh, so, and it's, like I said, it's been trial and error to see what works for our family, but I keep it flexible. And I think that's the key for our household is that we keep it flexible and we learn, right? And we each have our time. The kids have their time where they're by themselves. They enjoy their alone time. So it works for all of us. Okay. So do you have, you know, your mom, right? I know your, your brother, mm -hmm. you, you have a village, but how do they plug in again so that you can do all this stuff successfully? How do you, how do you navigate day to day? So, you know, my mom has been with me a lot of the journey. So there are different periods in time where she'll um, be support in more substantive ways. And then other ways she'll kind of, you know, when she knows I'm in the thick of work or things like that, she'll kind of tap into the kids and see what they need and assist mm -hmm. right in those areas. Mm -hmm. um, my brother, he is you know, he gets my son's haircuts, you know what I'm saying? So he arranges that and schedules that for me or, you know, things of that nature. So um, it helps. Any little bit helps. So, you know, I do encourage family members, especially if you know of someone who has a special needs kid, which is a whole different subject. See how you can help in small ways, you know, whether it's, you know, door dashing some food to the house or giving the mom or dad a little bit of time alone. Um, that that really has been instrumental in me breathing. As you know, brother, I also have my staycations, right? So <laughs> that's a huge part of it. <laughs> yeah. And that's something I implemented within the last year. I was okay. adamant, like each quarter, I'm going to have a staycation. You know, I can't have a vacation where I go internationally or things of that nature, but I can go to a local hotel and stay there for a weekend. And so, okay. you know, my daughter's a teenager now and I do have my mom. And so they kind of um, tag team in okay. caring for the two boys, you know? And so I go off for my weekends and I just enjoy. And it's okay. it's mandatory. It's in the schedule. So. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, so this show, man, and, and anything on social media, I can tell you that Dewana is a, a push <laughs> behind whatever you hear or see me doing. She's been encouraging me for years. And uh, I'm just getting around to stepping out of my comfort zone in these areas. Mm -hmm. So I want to be, you know, I want to continue to be transparent. Earlier this week, I was uh, talking to my therapist, as I do weekly, and uh, chatting with her. So she was really, really recognizing me by saying, I want to commend you. It's been about six months, and you've been taking an hour a week and really been tapping into yourself. And we have this call we do regularly. And she was like, I really want to commend you for that. And I was so grateful, sis, for her saying that. But yeah. at the same time, the way that my mind works, which is mm -hmm. why I started there for the first race, right? <laughs> at the, the same time she said that, it felt like somebody hit me with a pillow. And there was like this pillow fight that started and I knew nothing about it. Because I went an hour a week. And I started adding up, right? I, I mm -hmm. hopped on the calculator and I was like, wow, there's 168 hours in a week. Yeah. And I take one of them. Mm. And I shared it with her and she was like, oh, okay. 
she's like, well, just understand it's not where I was going, but since you brought it up, right? Yeah. And it, it, it dawned on me, like, yo, you take 0.0059% of your week Mm-mm-mm. and dedicate it to yourself. And I was like, so that, that day is the same yeah. as a week, as the same as a year, as the same as my lifetime. And I've got to get better at self-care. You and do. I know it's like a buzzword, right? right? Generational curses is a buzzword, which I, I, I can't stand that. I, I know it to be generational habits, which mm-hmm. is why I ask you what you took and learned from mom and dad and how you implement it differently. Um, but it, I, I adore the fact, and you know, I'm always making fun of you, like, go to your place, man. Like, when I see you, <laughs> yes. I see you heading towards you know, that, that side of the road, I'm like, hey, man, book your stay, man. Go, go, to, your pla- go to your quiet place. Um, but I, I hope that, gosh, I hope people will put themselves in a place to understand this. Mm-hmm. That mm-hmm. when someone passes away, the job gives you three days or whatever it is, that's not enough time to, to you can't, you can't um, uh, effectively deal with the, the person you've known and, and, and loved for 20-some, 30-some years right. in three days, you can't process that that fast. There's no way. You know, if there's a, a situation, like there's a, a marriage and divorce or whatever it is, uh, you, you can't process that, especially if there's kids involved or property. There's not enough time when the courts are open or when, mm-hmm. you know. So I want to go back to you being an entrepreneur because I think it's a very – heavy conversation right but I think it affords you the opportunity like some people would say well I got the kids I can't go away for a weekend Mm -hmm. or they might say well I could probably get away for the weekend because I don't have work but where's the money coming from right so there's all these things so so touch on that just a little bit so that people can understand you know you take the leap start flapping your wings and all these little blessings will start to line up for you. Um, so just speak on that for a little okay. bit. Okay. Yeah, definitely. So my entrepreneurial journey started because um, I'm a special needs mom. And so I needed to be able to be home because when my son was in school, I would get calls all the time from the school to pick him up. And it got to be, I was on a nine to five and my boss was not happy. And I was stressed. And so I decided that the best thing that I could do for my son was to be home, but I still needed an income. And so I started this journey of building businesses. Um, And, you know, the business I have now is not my first business, but I gained my stride with this business. And it's really afforded me not only time because I can decide how many clients I take, when I do the work, um, the delivery dates of the work with my clients, but Mm -hmm. also when I need to make more money, I can make more money, right? Mm -hmm. I can control that. Whereas if you're in a nine to five, there's no way for you to control that. So when my son needs something extra or something comes up Mm -hmm. bill wise, I'm able to be okay because I control the needle of my income. And so it's taken a load off of me. And it really has been the thing that started me on the whole freedom journey because entrepreneurship gives you a a view, a lens into what freedom looks like. 
and then you want it in every aspect of your life, right? So I just started going crazy, like, where else can I get this freedom in my life? And so that's been the impetus for me is starting off as an entrepreneur. Well, you continue to say a lot. You know, I, too, am an empath. I listen really deeply. Mm -hmm. You know, your first business is not the business you have now. So I want to encourage people to really understand that it may not be a failed business, right? A lot of people are afraid of failure, but failure is the way that we learn, right? We learn. Um, It's the path. It really is the pathway to success. People think they're opposites, but failure is how you experience success. We wouldn't know. We wouldn't know high if we didn't know low, right? We wouldn't know sun if we didn't know rain. Um, But that freedom in one area, I love what you said, because once you get a small taste of it, it becomes a little bit addicting to not not be on somebody else's schedule. Right. And to not be subjected to, like, biweekly, that's 26 weeks that you're getting paid out of 52 weeks. I believe people are so much more to the effect that I really started telling people, listen, you you started searching for a job and you got your haircut or styled, you you got dressed, you got your suit or your your business suit and, you know, gas up the car, you washed the car, you got referrals and, and, and references and you went and interviewed for this position, you sold yourself and you, you negotiated salaries and whatnot. And then you were probably on a probationary period for like 90 days or whatever. Mm-hmm. And now that you see there's a position opening, you want to work even harder so you can get your promotion, right? And when I think of that, to me, that's the same hustle, the same sales job, if you will, mm-hmm. to be an entrepreneur. Yeah. Everything yeah. that it took for you to go and sell yourself to these people who kind of assigned you what they thought you were worth. We won't get into all that, right? But <laughs> That's a deep conversation. <laughs> it's a real deep conversation, right? Yeah. But if you can do that, mm-hmm. my God, you can do, you can do it for yourself. Sure can. If we're not afraid necessarily of the failure mm-hmm. um, and we're willing to continue, you know, to go through. Uh, I, I really wish people would grab a hold of that and take heed to it. Uh, I told some friends the other day, right? We we all know this prayer, and, and let's see if, let's see if it works again, right? You weren't in the, the okay. meeting I hosted, so let's see if it works again. Fill in the blanks, okay? Oh, you ready? I'm ready. All right, so this is our prayer at the table, right? Fill in the blanks. God is good. Mm-hmm. What's the next line? Let's see if you know it. I was gonna say God is great. <laughs> right there, you go. Yeah. But we were all taught the same prayer, right? God is good. God is great. But what if we could wrap our minds around the life that we have right now is good. Mm -hmm. But we but we stop there. We've 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 made a deliberate choice to stop at God is good, aka five days a week we're working just to have two off. Right. AKA we're working for thirty to fifty grand a year when we're when we're really worth a hundred to five hundred grand a year. Exactly. We we stopped ourselves that the God is good, and we forgot when we were kids that God is great. Wow. Like, what if we could really get back to that, believe it, and then start working it so that we could see and experience it, right? Yeah. 
yeah. just something that I was thinking about, and I know you get to experience that because uh, I see it. Right? You see, I and see, you, you see know. the shift. You see the change. Right. Yeah. So, you know, talk to the moms some more. There's things that I will never, ever try to say that I understand. I can only be there empathetically. Yes. Um, but what does a mother go through, right? What does um, a mother that lives in my zip code or is from my zip code, uh, and when I say that, know that I'm talking about ethnicity, mm-hmm. right? What do you want moms to know, and what do you want moms in our zip code to know? Oh, there are many layers to that question, um, but um, first, what we go through is we are constantly giving, 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 and eventually you run out, and so you have a lot of moms today who want to give up, give up on life. Um, they don't have a support system. They don't know what to do. They're not getting paid enough to even handle the cost of living. Um, And they have torn relationships. And so it's really just brick on top of brick. And it gets heavy for so many moms um, who are carrying the load, who have to be all of the things and everything to their kids. Mm -hmm. And so um, that's why I'm a huge proponent for moms digging themselves out of that predicament Um, piece by piece, right? We can't do all of the things all at once, but um, just to get a a glimpse or a taste of some type of freedom. And a lot of times when we alleviate that financial burden, Mm -hmm. then we can see the light and start exploring other areas of freedom. And so that's where I'm at with moms now, Um, trying to help them navigate the finances, um, taking care of the bills, What's a better way to do that so you have some time freedom so that you can do the things for the kids, but also do some things for yourself. Um, and there is a way. I want to let the moms know there is a way to do that. Um, but it's about you being receptive, being open. I mean, to know that there are other moms doing it, right? I'm an example of that. And that you can have a better life. You can show your kids a better life and a, ba- a better way of living, a healthier way of living. Because... It also takes a toll on you health-wise and physically. You know, I've, I've suffered from that. A lot of health problems um, in my earlier years as a mom because I was giving so much and my body was breaking down. So um, you got to save yourself before you can even put oxygen on your kids, right? So that's, that's where you have to be. That's where your mindset has to be. And that's what I'm here to help with. You said be, you have to be open to it. You have to yeah. be receptive, right? You said eliminate the financial burden. I've shared with some people, and hopefully, you know, these messages and so forth get out and they get spread to the masses, hopefully, right? But <clears throat> I come to the conclusion, and hey, I'm, I'm not perfect. I'm, I'm definitely still working on this myself, but since it costs us so much more to not have financial resources, it costs us so much more to be broke, if you will, right? And here's what I mean by that. So a lot of times in our community, in our zip code, we don't go to the doctor mm-hmm. because 
traditionally, let's face it, right, we've not had the best relationships. So that's one, right. right? Then it can also be expensive and we're afraid of, you know, the bill, right? Uh, yeah. We're afraid of the co-pays and all that kind of thing that, so we don't go and it compounds the problem. Yeah. We want to go to a trip or a getaway or whatever the case is. And we wait until we get to a breaking point to decide to go. And because we've not set certain things in place, now it's the weekend, it's last minute, and the hotel per se is more expensive because it's cheaper when you book it earlier. That's mm-hmm. just a fact. The airline is cheaper when you book it earlier. The, the cruise, it's cheaper when you book it earlier, right? Yeah. It, it always seems like when there's um, a rush job, whether it's plumbing or some sort of service, that there's an emergency fee that's added on to it. And I wish that we in our zip code could eliminate the daggum procrastination. Yeah. yeah. I wish we could eliminate passing on poor financial habits. Mm-hmm. So that way it's not costing us as much to live. Uh, I, I read this meme. It said, we always say rest in peace, but when do we get to the point where we can actually live in peace? Live in peace. Yeah. Right. Um, So I am extremely appreciative uh, of you taking your time today and sharing from your heart, sharing your story, talking about things that we all experience, you know, the moms, the dads, yes. the children, the schools, the works. I appreciate you so very much uh, for your love, care, and attention of me, my family, uh, all of my family, because you know it's about all of them, right? <laughs> I, I, I really appreciate that. So lastly, before we get out of here, yes. uh, tell everybody where they can connect with you on your social media and whatnot. Where can they find you? All right. So I'm primarily on Facebook. So you can either find me on my business page, Dewana Golden, or you can also find me at Golden Touch Resumes. And so Dewana Golden is where I, you know, help moms. And then Golden Touch Resumes is where you get your resume help from. So that's where you can find me. Excellent. So I'm going to continue giving you your flowers, my dear. It's something Thank that you, I strive right? to tell my friends and family uh, because we don't say it enough. I am going to shout, I love you, Dewana Golden, and I appreciate you. Um, so for those of y'all listening, go follow the business page. I told you it was a business page. You ain't getting that personal page. I told you. <laughs> go, follow, <laughs> go follow the business page. Share this podcast and be well. We love you guys. Take care. That's it, family. I hope you enjoyed. I hope you learned. I hope that you can take something away from the LLC. I hope that we can change our zip code. I hope that we can do better than a laundromat, liquor store, and church. I hope that we all end up having real LLCs, businesses, entrepreneurship, all that good stuff. I wish you nothing but God's best for your life. You can contact the show at idefinemyzipcode at gmail.com. Until then, you guys, let's get it.